0: Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about fibromyalgia and can you still live an active life if you suffer from this disease? You ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith today. We really appreciate you guys swinging by. We have a very good topic today to talk to you about, especially if you suffer from fibromyalgia or know someone who does. We have a lot of information to pack into today's podcast. But before we do that, we just want to jump in and remind you to please visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our content, including all of our podcasts our workout videos that you can check out online on our website and on our YouTube channel, um, senior fitness with Meredith. And, uh, just a big invite to all of you who, who follow us, listen to the podcast. We are on Facebook. You can visit us there as well. Senior fitness with Meredith and, uh, just a great place for everyone to join our little exercise community is how we'd mm-hmm. like to describe it. Um, as well as, last but not least, our newsletter, which is kind of the cornerstone of where we get we contact everybody and send out our latest and greatest content. So I uh, really appreciate you guys always supporting us, and um, we can't thank you enough. So uh, with that being said, we want to talk about today's topic and this will be new for me as well so meredith i'm going to kind of let you take the reins on letting (laughs) what what are your thoughts on fibromyalgia and and as far as like the seniors that you've worked with in the past or anybody that suffers from it no matter what age um what what are their thoughts and your experiences with, with this
1: um well i'll start with the definition which i'll read just so if anybody is listening to this and they go fibromyalgia i've heard of that but what exactly is it so It's, um, well, I'll read the definition. It's defined as a chronic disorder characterized by widespread musculoskeletal pain, fatigue, and tenderness in localized areas. And then to put with that, it's the second most common condition that affects bones and muscles. So it's a very difficult disease doing research into it to actually pinpoint because it can be masked by so many other things, especially as we age, we have, um, fatigue, we have tenderness, uh, you might have arthritis and they say it's arthritis but you actually have fibromyalgia or underlying fibromyalgia and arthritis, um, Parkinson's, things like that. So it's very difficult um, to, to pinpoint actually that someone has fibromyalgia or they kind of mask it and say you have fibromyalgia when you might have other things that are going on in the body. Um, so it's a very complex disease in a way Um, it does affect more women than men. It's about 80%, uh, women to 20% men, which is interesting, um, has a tendency to arise in your, say your forties, it gets worse in your fifties, sixties, seventies, but sometimes some of the symptoms they claim will start to decrease, um, once you get past your (laughs) seventies, if that's Mm -hmm. any better, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's just doing research into it, what started me looking into this was there was a resident who said, I have fibromyalgia, so can I exercise? And of course, I'd heard that word before, but I had no idea what fibromyalgia was, how it affects the body, what part of the body does it affect, or is it an entire body thing? So then I started researching so I could find out, is it okay um, for this individual to Work out in the classes that she wanted to do, so hence here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a it's an interesting um, disease. It is a disease, so it's an interesting disease that um, affects about I think it said five million people are diagnosed yearly. So it's mm. it's it's a lot. Of that people. is, <laughs> and
0: especially um, you know if you if you live an active lifestyle or you really mm-hmm. want to start looking, you know, having more activity in your life, this could kind of be maybe a deterrent for you right. or, or something that exactly. you probably say, well, I suffer from this, so I don't know if I can, yeah, and I don't you know hurt. if I can exercise. <laughs> if yeah. things
1: hurt, it makes it that much harder to want to do things to keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about that with many other issues and diseases that again, the aging process, for some reason, hands us a lot of things. That's just the way it goes, and it makes it harder to to do things to stay healthy. So, yeah, I think that's kind of the main mm-hmm. the main key point when we always talk about things, but especially fibromyalgia. Let's we'll get into it. But yes, it is okay to continue your active lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we'll definitely jump into that. Mm-hmm. Um, do what causes it? Do you? They know? don't know. Mm. <laughs>
1: They don't know. That's one of the things that I've read. It, and why more women than men, I don't know. But they don't know if it's a genetic thing, what actually it it is caused from, but why some people have it and others don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And, and this process of diagnosing the disease, it's got to <laughs> be for someone who is in pain all the time and, you know, multiple visits to, to the doctor. Right. Uh, it's got to be frustrating. Oh, it's definitely. It's got to be frustrating. To not have that diagnosis.
1: And then once you say you don't have the diagnosis, but say you get it, and then there's nothing a doctor can do. There isn't a cure for it. There isn't anything. They just, you know, can give you advice on what you can do to manage the pain, but that's about it. And Mm -hmm. then you're stuck with that. And then you get to play that game of figuring out what is best for you to manage your symptoms Mm -hmm. when you have it. And that's... That's a tough. That's a cat and mouse game sometimes because you're trying this medication and then that one and then you're already taking this medication, so can I take that one and um yeah, it can be very distressing. And seniors get a lot of depression and anxiety, but that's one of the things that goes along with fibromyalgia, depression and anxiety. So think about you're already having those thoughts and feelings because you're feeling the way you are and then it's amplified on top of that. So it's um it's definitely a topic, like you said, if you suffer from it, have been diagnosed with it, if you have a friend or family member, it's just kind of good to be knowledgeable about it because we hear a lot of words. Um, and I think I, I've heard fibromyalgia more often, probably because I did research on it, but I've seen commercials now for medications for fibromyalgia. Um, again, it's pain medication. That's what it is. It's not a cure. It's a mask, uh, just like taking a Tylenol would be right. But, um, it, 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 these things become buzzwords in a way. And then we kind of put them under the rug when someone says they have it. So to kind of know more about it, um, and you can sympathize a little bit, I guess, is what I'm trying to say with Mm -hmm. someone instead of going, Oh, okay, you have that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and with all the work that you, you do with seniors and you have done in the past, um, do you find that you kind of have to champion someone who is suffering from it um, to kind of, you know, say, <laughs> or or maybe tweak the workouts or something like that exactly. or cater, cater to someone who is suffering from fibromyalgia? Totally.
1: That's what you have to do. You really have to, um, with anything, but fibromyalgia being the one and, and using the individual that I had to really... L- look at this person and, and, and make sure they weren't going above, um, on any given day. So they would come in and tell me, yeah, I'm really not feeling good today. I wasn't even going to come, but then get through the workouts and they felt better. So, um, but yeah, tweaking things, making sure they are really focusing on what is hurting that day because it changes. It's not like, Say you have arthritis in your hand and that's where your pain is. It's localized to that area. Well, fibromyalgia, it not only is in your hand, it's in your entire body. So it might be in your hand at 8 a.m. And then your trunk region at 10 a.m. And then now your legs are numb and sore at noon. You know, it's a constant. The body is is constantly... um, feeling pains in different areas so it's not a localized thing so you really have to listen to your body throughout the day and especially while you're working out to be safe
0: yeah and that's that's really interesting that you know let's just let's just unpack that a little bit the differences between arthritis and fibromyalgia right. i mean there's got to be you know people out there questioning what do i have I mean, exactly I've heard here from your research and your experience what what are these differences Well,
1: again, the localized, Mm -hmm. I think, is the difference. If someone has knee pain, they have knee pain. Um, And they figure out what the knee pain is from. Um, Again, any part of the body. But when you start to hurt everywhere constantly, um, a lot of times people say, it's just part of getting older, I guess, Um, when it's something. I mean, it's an actual thing that you have. But... um, you just have to get it diagnosed and again there you have to make sure you have the right doctor and person to to confide in and who will listen to you Mm -hmm. and know that it's not you just oh something hurts this hurts really talk about it if you have those those pains and tenderness um, throughout the body at a constant.
0: Mm. Uh, As far as um, you know we talked about how can you live an active lifestyle with fibromyalgia mm-hmm. let's let's go ahead and, and and go through some tips or some share you can share some of mm-hmm. your experience on i'm i'm someone who suffers from fibromyalgia i do want to stay healthy i do want to stay active what can i do what can mm-hmm. i do to so i don't fall into this you know hole of i can't mm-hmm. work out i can't exercise um how do we how do we stay healthy
1: um basically Just like with everything else, keeping a healthy overall lifestyle. And I know we say that for everything, but that is basically what the doctors will say to someone who has been diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Take a pain medication, or let's try these different pain medications and things like that. Play around with that. But eating right so your fruits, veggies, lean proteins, staying with moderate exercise um, and sleeping. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's, that's basically what you get, um, as the, the way to deal with the symptoms. Um, again, all good in theory, right? But when you're hurting and maybe you don't want to cook because it's hard for you to stand for a long time, um, then you order food and it's not as healthy. You're, you're hurting. You don't want to, um, work out and, then they say the pain is amplified at night a lot of the times, and you can't get good sleep. So it's 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 that whole snowball effect of we're going around and around and, and trying to, to get better, but it's
0: hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free.
1: You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity
0: and call now,
1: 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. very hard to mm-hmm. if you can't get those key points in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all you can do is take a pill that not necessarily is, again, it's not a cure. It's masking the pain that will subside after that pill wears away then you've got amplification again if you're not on top of taking pills which isn't always the best thing either mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. would it be uh you know would it make sense to kind of s- write these important points down and make sure like i put in time for sleep i put in time for exercise i mean almost kind of like a schedule it
1: it has to be yeah and trying to stay on it to Mm -hmm. um you know plan your meals ahead of time or if you're in a community you know look at um, what type of meal they're going to have each day of the week and, and and choose wisely really really do research into it take time um Try not to have caffeine after a certain point in your day. Try not to take naps after 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, Staying on a set schedule to try and get in bed at a certain time without your TV on or your radio or whatever it is. Um, And then, of course, yes, exercise. Like we always talk about, um, finding something that works for you, Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: feels good for your body while you're doing it, even when the body's hurting but especially after what exercises can you do that will make you feel good after and the body maybe some of the the pain that you were feeling going into exercise subsides slightly because you exercised Mm -hmm. so going and lifting heavy weights when you don't normally do that and you're already sore is that a good idea no (laughs) doing some uh light cardio, some yoga, Pilates, Tai Chi, some stretching and balance and posture work, um, all wonderful uh, things you can do, water activities if you like to get into the water, and light uh, resistance um, training is good. Just don't try and overdo it because if you get sore from a, a workout that you've done, and you're already sore it's going to be amplified it's going to be that much worse
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh as far as different exercises that maybe you could consider uh low impact style Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some seated
1: stuff seated is great because it does there is a correlation with fibromyalgia if you have that pain and weakness and numbness and tenderness in the body with balance so your balance is off um continuing to build strength but yes maybe being safe and staying seated while you do it is a great great thing that can be done Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and standing if you can if you feel you know stable enough and you're you feel good at that point in the day when you decide to do that exercise but low impact Mm. Um, our low impact cardio workouts that we do are perfect going for walks um, doing bicycling recumbent bikes for cardio is great
0: What about uh, resistance bands? Um, Yeah. The only
1: problem with that that I've uh, seen is, again, when you hold it, if you're having pain in your hands, which we talk about with arthritis, but same thing, fibromyalgia, if you're having pain in your hands, um, it's hard to hold. So you really have to focus on how you're holding that band so you don't amplify the pain there. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah. With the bands, maybe rubbing up against your skin. I don't know if that would, you know, just cause discomfort.
1: I think because uh, you have tenderness, yeah. yeah. But just holding it, you know, sometimes you have to hold on to things tight and you're you're keeping a fist grip on bands. Mm-hmm. Um kind of like with weight, same thing. It uh and then you try and let go and your hands are throbbing even mm-hmm. more so. So yeah, just learning how to, to deal with it, maybe holding for a couple exercises, releasing, stretching and getting back into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, as far as the, uh, the the exercising and staying healthy, uh, I could see how that would really be, you know, an issue. And and luckily, we do have a lot of videos on our YouTube channel that go through what Meredith is talking about with the low resistance, uh, low impact style workouts that you can check out on YouTube and um, see which one may work for you. Resistance right. bands, you name it, seated. Um, let's let's dive into uh nutrition and mm-hmm. and diet yes what what are the aspects of that that you know can help
1: you um well keeping like I said eating your fruits, veggies, and lean proteins because it's going to keep your body healthy um, that is i mean exactly you're trying to do anything to not cause more inflammation in the body so certain foods that we tend to eat do cause inflammation in the body so really focusing on not too much sodium, not too high fats, um, all of the things we talk about with any, anything, just being healthy overall. But it, it, it helps of course decrease pain and inflammation in the body. And that's exactly what you want. Um, getting the proper nutrients to keep the body going, which will, you know, they, they claim if you eat, um, protein at meal at dinner time, in the evening that it helps you sleep now I don't know if that's true but you know maybe trying it out if you don't normally eat a lean protein in the evening maybe have it for dinner and see if it helps you sleep better um eating the fruits and veggies that you like um but not a lot of sauces and salts on them, mm, mm, the <laughs> which good stuff. is hard to do. <laughs> I know, boring, <laughs> but <laughs> um, to keep it healthy and um, to get your nutrients, and a lot of times, just in general, as we get older, um, you tend to eat less. That's you know, you'll you'll get order something for lunch and you'll eat half for lunch and half for dinner, but make sure you're getting the correct foods when you do eat because a lot of older people tend to eat less make sure you're getting those proper nutrients in those meals it's easy to the number of um seniors that i've worked with i'll talk to who eat a meal a day and then an apple at dinner or something like that and mm. that's it i i am amazed that they're you have no energy where's your energy source throughout the day um Really, really trying, even if it 's splitting it up into smaller portions throughout the day to keep your energy up and to keep those nutrients going into the body to to fuel it not only fuel it to give you energy, but if you're having any issues of the day with fibromyalgia any flare ups any anything you'll help the body restore um, the good stuff basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Try and wipe out some of those those um, pains and things that you're having. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it really comes down to, of course, a healthy diet when it comes to eating. And I say eat throughout the day if you can because you have to stay – you have to keep your energy up basically. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and and it's, it's the normal things that we should be doing. It's almost right. amplified right. more if you do have fibromyalgia. Right. It's kind of more important to keep an eye on – your diet, your sleeping, your rest, your exercise, yeah. and then you just kind of stuff to stay on top of it. So, you, you're recommending more of like a consistent eating pattern throughout the day?
1: Yes, if it's possible. I, again, easier said than done. <laughs> right. Especially when you're used to maybe waking up and having your oatmeal and then having something for lunch and then nothing for dinner. You know, that's hard mm-hmm. um, to try and change that. But, um, you know, little by little, <laughs> if you mm-hmm. can, trying. Not that what I just said is a bad thing. That's great. Oatmeal for breakfast and then, you know, a nice lunch, but then try and have something else later, whether your portion at lunch is a little bit smaller. So you're hungry later to have more food um, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Really trying to get in those nutrients.
0: Um, Any final thoughts on someone who (laughs) is suffering from this and, and, you know, needs motivation or needs to be. You know, just, just that extra push. Uh, what, what would be your final words for someone?
1: I, the, I think just remember to listen to your body on any given day. And um, if you watch the workouts, I constantly will say that. Listen to your body. It's not the same minute to minute, let alone day to day. So especially if you're suffering from fibromyalgia, it's going to feel different every day. But really, really trying to keep moving keep with your stretching and your strengthening exercises and your cardio. Even on the day that the body's hurting, maybe do a different workout than what maybe you wrote down on your planner. Um, that's okay. As long as you just keep moving and 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 find resources and people to talk to, not just doctors. Other people have it um, and suffer from different pains and it's okay to talk about it. You're not complaining. A lot of times mm-hmm. we think we're complaining when we say, oh, this hurts or that hurts. It's not complaining. It's talking. It's learning from other people. It's giving them knowledge so they can spread that as well. So um, yeah, keep moving and keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. Don't be silent and, and, and not think and think you're the only one because mm-hmm. you're not. So. Yeah.
0: Great advice. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this resonates with you out there. If you do have this, this, uh, this disease. disease <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if it, if you, hopefully this helps you, gives you some motivation, some inspiration to stay active, stay healthy. You can still do it. Um, it's so important right. no matter what's going on to, to make that a priority. To, yes. So, uh, yeah. So, Thanks for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, great talk with yes. Meredith. <laughs> and uh, make sure you visit us online, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter and get all of our latest, greatest content delivered to you every week. So until then, we'll see you guys at the next Thank episode. Thank you.